Hi there. Welcome to the Joyful Rebels podcast. We've got Claire and Donna here, and we have some exciting news. Will you join us this summer? Yeah. Like, really, will you join us this summer? We are going to be talking about all things confidence. We're going to boost our confidence this summer with the Joyful Rebels. We're going to expand on things, pull little bits and pieces of things together that you might already be aware of, you might already be doing, but we're going to, again, pull those all together, put them together and create a more vivid picture of who you are, a more confident you. So stay tuned for more details on that. But again, we're going to have a great summer and we can't wait for you to join us, boosting your confidence with the Joyful Rebels. This week's episode... We are reflecting on change. Last week, we talked about how to thrive through changes, and we talked about four tips that you can use if you're dealing with a change or a transition in your life. The first one was acknowledging that change and realizing that some stress associated with change is normal. The second tip we had was to stick to your routine or your schedule. Find some anchoring point to keep consistency in your week if everything else is out of your control. The third tip we had was to sit with your feelings or sweat it out. Maybe you're finding moments of silence or meditation or breathing exercises. Maybe you're moving your body, going out for a walk, going for a bike ride, finding a movement that you enjoy. And then finally, we have find and lean on your social support. So who lifts you up in your circle? Can you turn those conversations from maybe a pure venting session and use that energy to brainstorm? to look for encouragement, and to find tangible support. So those are four tips we had. And if you're listening, think about this past week, if you were able to reflect on changes that you're currently experiencing, and if you're able to maybe see how these tips could fit into your life. And while you're doing that, mom, I'm going to ask you, how did this show up for you in the past week? (laughs) Oh, boy. You know, sometimes the reflection. I know. Sometimes the, the reflection weeks are... Uh, lighter, uh, not not that they're not impactful, but there'll be a couple of uh, recent um, examples that I can look at and go, okay, and and it'll it'll sink a little deeper in my heart. Like instead of just uh, kind of being aware to really being aware, and and I think that has huge value. And some weeks they're big, and this was a big week for me because uh, and and it, it reminded me, it took me back that part of my story and actually part of the way that that Joyful Rebels even came about was through, you know, just everybody's got their trials and tribulations in their life. And, and I just went through a really big season and uh, I didn't, I had a lot of extra things that I guess I wasn't processing. I, I'll say it like that. So uh, just to bring everybody up to speed, I, uh, you know, I've been in the fitness industry for a good 30 years. Um, fitness and yoga, I move my body. I, I love that. It's part of who I am. Uh, and also part of who I am is that I have osteoarthritis. And, you know, thanks mom and dad, but it's, it's just hereditary. Uh, I might have some joint wear and tear, but uh, you know, really it's just, it's, it's part of my biology and I, I understand that, but I didn't at the time. So here I am as I'm uh, starting to get older in the fitness industry, which I'm guessing is a lot like, you know, acting and thing modeling, like things that you're in front of people. Uh, we're rewriting the script. Let's just say it's still in motion, but uh, it's probably an easier game if you're younger. But uh, uh, as we're getting older, there's still a really viable place. And um, so I like being in the space, but it is um, tenuous. And there's a lot of things, uh, a lot of things to navigate uh, I'm finding and and I'm up for the task for that. 
so here I am in that space. And uh, I, uh, the long and short of it is that this, this arthritis came up and in the span of five years, I had four joints replaced. Uh, 2017, I had my right hip. 2018, I had my uh, right shoulder. 2019, I had my left hip. And then 2021, I had my left shoulder. So uh, here's where it landed for me that I, you know, when I did this, if you know anything about this particular type of surgery, it's like, you know, literally they take part of your shoulder apart and they cut off the head of the, whether it's the femur in your, in your hip or, you know, your thigh bone, or it's the top part of your humerus, they replace it with a titanium like ball and a spike, like through your, your arm. I'll say that as one of the examples, they recreate the cup that it's in it's ceramic and it's got some plastic over it. And um, it's a big deal. And, and and so incredibly grateful to live near Chicago and have some resources and you know live in a time where they've you know done a really great job with these surgeries, but being in fitness and having these happen one after another, they weren't just like you did it and the next day you were okay. Just to give you an idea, if uh, when you're starting to have arthritis and if you're listening and you're nodding your head because you're experiencing some of this, um, I don't want you to be afraid. Just know that that this is a common thing that it starts to you start to decondition because it hurts. Like it, it starts to hurt. So the things that you can normally do, let's say lifting like overhead, that starts to go away. Um, it also starts to make it so that part, that limb starts to decondition. And so that's a process where you're starting to go downward. For, for me, I would get into physical therapy right away. I would connect with a really great um, uh, orthopedic surgeon um, just to have contact to get the landscape. For some joints, you're going to get um, uh, shots of cortisone. Like there's a whole bunch of things you do ahead of time. Surgery is the last option. Uh, but I would be working on it, my own workout, physical therapy, uh, work with a trainer to get as strong as I can to then go into the surgery. And then you start at square one. Then you work with a physical therapist, like three times a week, you start working with a trainer, you start exercising. So you, you degrade down into a hole and then you come back out of it. And that whole process can take six months, um, a year, you know, like this, so these are big chunks of time. So I would say in the five years that I had this, it was just wall to wall, either I was coming into something or coming out. And uh, I had just had a moment where uh, I, I sat and acknowledged it. And I, and I realized what a change in the season that was, where when I put it all together, all those pieces, I just, for, I just felt it. I was like, wow, that's a lot. It's a lot by anybody's standards. It's a lot. And I feel like I went through all four of those, Claire, as you're saying that, because I did develop a routine. I had a routine that I could count on. I even the physical therapy three times a week and being a trainer myself, I'm not thinking I'm doing the work that that they're providing. And I hear that a lot in the field, by the way, they're like, I know how to exercise. I'll do it myself. Nope. <laughs> Leave that to the professionals. But I would make sure that I'd go and I had I just I, that was built into my week. So those were pillars of normalcy in this really big season of uh, change and rehab and redefinition and pain physical and emotional and mental pain, like all of that. Um, I also, um, you know, as I'm sitting with these feelings that really sitting with it, instead of just moving through it, like I'm on to the next, I got to do this. I'm just like, I would just look back in awe and look back in awe of all the healers that are around me, the way that my body responded to all of these huge surgeries. And, you know, for you guys, listen, I'm hundred percent right now. My physical goal is I'm working on um, uh, pull-ups, unassisted pull-ups at 61 years old, learning how to kip. 
I'm hundred percent and I'm, I'm growing my strength and I'm challenging myself and I needed to let this season have its rightful place, but not dominate so that I can move forward and not be afraid. And then I also love the, you know, sweating with intention or meditating. I had plenty of time, whether it's physical therapy or even my meditation practice, it got me through all of this because life is, I think, equal parts of movement and, and quiet. So I had opportunity to do that and explore it. And I can't say enough about the social support part that, you know, I had people driving me to physical therapy, uh, getting me toddler plates that had suction cups on the bottom because I, when you have your right hand, I needed to start eating with my left. Uh, just the social support and the way people were checking in. It was, it, I had all of the pieces there. I never sat down and looked at all of them together because I didn't have the language that these were all grouped together. I, I, I didn't. So the net effect for me was that I felt pretty good, but it was still lingering and carrying into my future on how I saw myself, how I processed what that big thing that happened. And I felt like I got some closure and I felt good about the effort. I don't ever woe was me like, why me? I'm like, you know, why not me? I, I did handle it. it. It has made me who I am. It did make me this, this rebel of like, I know I've been, I have this hand, this genetic hand, but what can I do with it? And sometimes when I would talk to people, um, they would be like, you know, kind of indulge that, that victim mentality. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Like whatever hand we've been given, we can work with what we have. And I don't say that haughtily. I say that with um, a reverence and a humbleness because uh, I just walked through it. And, you know, my guess is I'm going to, again, at some point for something. Uh, but the being able to acknowledge it, if I look at all four of those, that was the biggest thing for me right here. Because we talk about, you know, we're action-oriented people, Claire, right? Like we, you know, it's not, we're not going to think our way out of this stuff. We're not going to outsource it. We need to, we need to do it ourselves. But there's also that balance of really just kind of having a state of the union going, this is where I'm at. Just take a few moments with it. And that feels, when I can call it something, I had a better chance to process it. And so it lives in my heart. It was a really big season of my life. I feel better for it. I feel richer for it. I feel more prepared to walk into the next chapter of my life. And I don't know if I would come to those conclusions if I didn't just stop and pause and reflect on that. So, Claire, thanks for finding that particular chunk of research because that grouping made a lot of sense to me. So sometimes it's going to be low-hanging fruit, easy things to be able to reflect on, and sometimes it's going to be big. So this was a big one. <laughs> yeah. Right away, thank you for sharing that. And I feel like that, all of that happening, I didn't realize that timeline. I mean, I remember each of the chunks happening, but I, you know, I wasn't living with you at the time. So just to acknowledge that there was that pre-surgery period and then the post-surgery and then all back to back, I can see how in the moment it might be easy to you're just getting through it. You're just getting yep. through it. And so how important it was, it sounds like talking to you of being able to go in and actually reflect on it. And I, I love how you said you can't outsource this action of sitting with it because I know someone like me, I'm going to sit and if there's any issue I'm having, I'm going to think about it a lot. Right. And we say we intellectualize it. 
well, this is why I'm feeling this way. And there is something to be said about, you know, being aware of that. But mom, what you're saying to reflect and actually sit, like take that time to sit and feel it. Like I heard you say the word closure there Hmm. instead of pulling it all bringing that, you know, there's this tentacles are coming into your present day. And Mm -hmm. I've heard you talk before mom about like, even like doubting your ability of what you Mm -hmm. can do in your workouts, because you're still holding on to that, thinking about what happened. But now what I hear your language is I'm a hundred percent, I'm working on these new things. So I think this is just an amazing example of if you've had big changes, it, can be helpful to go and take a look at them and sit with those feelings instead of maybe ignoring it or saying it's in the past because it may be still having some tentacles there in your future. And Mm so not, you can't overestimate that whole piece of acknowledging the change. And that's huge. And I know when all that was happening with you, it was a huge driver for the creation of Joyful Rebel Coaching. Mm-hmm. And the joyful rebels. So I feel like it is, you know, acknowledging that it's a part of your story. And one of the things we talked about last week was, can you find the good? And sometimes mm-hmm. that can feel impossible. I know, especially in the moment when you're close to it, but can you, you know, put in some energy to find the good? And now when you can reflect back and put those pieces together, right. And like you're saying, those pieces are always there, but when you can even just connect those dots Mm -hmm. between them, it's like, aha, right. We talk about aha moments and many times those aha moments are just realizing the connection between all the things we were already doing, all the things that had already happened. And so I I just got to say, and I know, um, it's, it's one of these joyful rebel things. Maybe it's not the new tips and tricks you're doing. It's those connections between what I'm already doing, leading to those big aha moments. So I love mm-hmm. that you shared that, mom. That's it's it is an intense story. I mean, I'm sitting here over here, you know, with my eyes wide and I knew it when it was happening. But to to be able to go through it and then to hear you talk about it so positively and like you said, not not having to wear this victim label. This is my story, right? Because what are we going to do about it? We can't change our genetics. We can't change our past, but we can decide how we write the story moving forward. Um, I will say for me, as I'm reflecting on this past week, uh, it, what, it didn't feel, and you you prefaced this, mom. You said some weeks it's more of maybe the surface level or recent things. Some weeks they're huge. Yeah. You had a huge week. That's amazing. Mine was, you know, thinking back, to tip number four. And we talked about finding your social support. And for me, the big thing was the brainstorming because I did, I'd like to think I did utilize my friends and the people in my circle for brainstorming. But for me, it would be like, let's schedule out a time where we're like working. It was like maybe, or, you know, problem solving, but I had compartmentalized it. Like this is going to be the brainstorm time. We're going to get together and it feels more like business. Now, And it happened pretty naturally. So when I gave the tip last week, I was like, oh, I really feel like this is awesome. Like I'm doing it and I want to share this with people, but you can use just your normal conversations Mm -hmm. for that brainstorming. And so it's maybe something you were already doing, you know, using your friends, getting ideas from them. But if that can happen more often and it didn't have to be, oh, scheduled 2 p.m., we're meeting to work and brainstorm, like just in conversation, this is what's going on. Let's use that energy where maybe I was venting before and building up that energy and put it in a new avenue to create, to problem solve. Because we've talked about, uh, in the past, we've talked about how 
you know, you can think about problems and then you go down that negative mindset. The second you think, oh, how can I solve it? Not this is the problem, but what can I do about it? You shift into your problem solving mindset. You're not in that negative mindset anymore. Our brain gets curious. We want to solve the problem. That's just what's going to happen naturally. So if you can take this, I've identified this issue instead of this is why it's making me mad. This is why it's bad. Just ask yourself, what can we do about it? And again, you can ask yourself, but if you're talking to a friend and they have that outside perspective, I'm telling you, it is, I'm just going to shout out to my friend Leah because so many ideas that have come about for Joyful Rebels is because I've just been brainstorming with her Mm -hmm. and I'll get this great idea. And then my thing is I can take an idea and I'll run with it. So utilize your friends, either their strengths professionally or they're Mm -hmm. just strengths of knowing you, but having that outside perspective, because that's a strength too. They're not too close to the situation to give you, you know, fresh insight into it. So for me, that was just a reiteration of, yes, this is a great idea. And I've heard feedback from others as well. So if you're listening, did you try this out? And Mm -hmm. if not, I highly, highly recommend to If you have something in your life that you're, you know, rolling around in your brain, looking for more solutions on, uh, ask a friend, like, let's go. Like, what should I do? What do you think about this? Uh, It it feels good energetically to put your energy towards that, that problem solving uh, state of mind. Yeah. So I I do love the, however it shows up, whether it's something that seems kind of small or Claire, what I love what you're saying is that you can shift where I just thought I was doing this professionally and now it can be like personally too like the the tools that you're developing and you're refining there they don't need to stay in your tool belt because they're not (laughs) doing any good there you know pull them out more frequently it's like you know if you have uh, fine china and and silver if anybody has that anymore you know you're like we're only doing it on this occasion like pull the stuff out early like be able to to try to um, not, if you have a mindset of like, I'll just wait until later for whatever it is, take a moment to acknowledge, you know, like you're, you're in a situation. Um, just don't wait. I love that we're in the moment and we're taking things from kind of knowing it to really knowing it in our hearts. And that takes, I think, equal amounts of thinking about it, mulling it over, uh, creating that community, leaning on our support, uh, action oriented and, and, being able to stay fluid and curious and all of that just circles back. So whether it's a big aha or a little one, they all count. They all count and they all help us to increase this vitality where we stay in this, this energetic and curious place. And we, we just keep looking inward, looking outward, having a fun adventure in life. And so keep looking for all the things that are in front of us. Look at the things that are in behind us. We just don't spend that much time there, but looking behind in the rear view mirror every now and again will give us some data points. So I love that we get a chance to reflect. I love that you guys come along with us and share individually, like you're like, oh, that came up here and here. Know that whatever season you're in, you get a chance to reflect on any of these when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. So keep doing that. Don't just listen to the, the information and data bank. Like, oh, there's an interesting idea. Apply it. Where is it showing up in your life? We're learning from each other. We're learning through the connect the dots of like, hey, if I look at this and this and put it together, it really makes more sense. So Claire, I'm going to kick it back to you to take us home. But, you know, I just want to say a big thank you because you are the connector for us here. And I love to be able to just give, you know, give my Claire a little shout out because it is evident, earned, 
uh, there's examples of it all over the place that you guys listening will not ever know. But, you know, that to be able to connect the dots, that's what what she can do. I want to help bring it to you guys. And so thanks for just coming along on the ride because it's been fun for me. How about you? Well, thank you, mom. And we've said it before, but if I'm the connect the dots, you're the pilot lighter. <laughs> you set off that spark and then I connect things together. So we definitely, it's a great, it's a great relationship. It's fun. Uh, and just echoing what you said one more time, take some action. We had four tips this week. Did you try any of them out? Did you reflect on it? You have another week. Let's think about it. Let's try it. Let's do it. And stay tuned for more info on how you can join us this summer to boost your confidence with the Joyful Rebels. Till next week.